listening to the Heavy Checklist Podcast. What's up, everybody? Obviously, this is not Heavy D. This is Marcus Swing, and we're going to be doing something a little bit different this week, and I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a good reminder for everybody uh, who's been asking for the checklist. We've been uh, asked, I don't know how many times, to organize checklists start to finish. So what we're going to do in this episode is what I'm going to call meat and potatoes. We're going to get into the first 10 episodes that we've ever recorded and we're going to go straight to the checklist items, and we're going to put those in a podcast for you guys. It's kind of like a refresher. So we're going to do that now. We're starting with episode one. We'll go through episode 10 and uh, enjoy all the checklist items. I'm going to put that on my dream board. <laughs> but when you get the, the, the thing about the keto thing, and I'm not trying to sell the keto diet. All I think what we're trying to get at is make a change. Mm-hmm. Whether it's big or small, make a change in what you eat. Marcus? All you, the, your challenge leaving here is to don't eat the fries with your Apollo burger and maybe have an extra bottle of water or two during the day. That's the, that's the, like, that's, you can implement that tomorrow. And less mayonnaise right. packets. You got to stop eating the whole packet. Yeah, you know what? That's my favorite go-to snack. So you like it warm. Yeah, I should just have a couple spoonfuls. Yeah, no, none of those. <laughs> now you want to cut you know, My biggest thing is, you know, I don't have an office. I right. work from home. Mm-hmm. So generally when I have to get something done, I get in the truck and go. Because I generally got to run errands, move gear, etc. And it's just, you know, it's easy to pull over and get a Big Mac. Yeah, but you, dude, you got to realize you just pulled the And you know the other thing, you know, with your whole water deal, y'all drink a lot of water. Dude, I, I was like, man, I got to start drinking water. And then I got to pull over and pee on the side of the freeway all the time. Or do you, you guys not right do that? Oh, yeah. Bottle. Yeah. We do. Well, I have the smallest bladder of anyone I've ever met. I so pee what do you do? I you just pull over and pee? To pee? You just have to find somewhere to pee. So it's just a lifestyle change. Yeah. Yeah, but your body starts to learn how to adapt to it a little bit better. Like if you really get on a schedule of drinking a gallon a day, yeah. you'll start to get in a little bit of a routine. Like you know how to like manage it. You start finding out where all the mavericks are. Just find out where all those bathrooms are. And yeah, yeah, well, you drink a lot of pop, right? I do. So part of it is your body doesn't want that, so it's pushing it through real fast. So drink some water, you might hang on to some of it longer. You know what I'm going to do? Between now and next week, I'm only going to drink water. Yes! Whoa! You actually yeah. should. That's, that's the, I'm, I love that idea. Leaving here, because we're going to re- uh, record yeah. again next week, let's all do something that's right. uncomfortable for us. I actually just uh, yesterday ordered meal plans again. Um, and dude, meal plans are not expensive. I, I don't know what your budget is, but for me, 100 bucks for a week of... That's all it is. Uh, yeah, it's like $125 for seven <laughs> meals, 100 bucks for five days of meals. That's days of That's meals. Dude, I'm telling you. So I've got this. I found this guy that does it, um, and I ordered seven days worth of meals. I got the XL portions, and it's really clean. Um, it's like 125 bucks, and that has breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's, wow. that's everything. So my problem is I'm busy like you. I want right. to eat out. I eat out every single day. And I, I hate eating out. I literally despise eating out because nothing sounds good anymore because I know that if when I have that burger or whatever, I'm going to feel like shit. I actually feel the food when I eat it. I don't feel good after I eat it. Yeah. Where do you put your meals when you get meal prepped? Because I'm never in the same place for breakfast that I am for lunch that I am for dinner. You take it with you for the day. Just like put it in the truck? It's, it's, it's a lifestyle thing, man. You just got to get yourself your little cooler. And that's what I've always struggled with. One, like, you don't go to the gym without pre-workout of protein, right? I have, yes. You have, but you don't. You try not to. Yeah. yeah try, and more important about the headphones. <laughs> headphones are yeah. more important. Try not to leave your house without stacking your meals in a, little, in a little cooler and just do it. And make sure you have, like, backup food anywhere you go. So if you go in my office, I've got snacks. You go in my truck, I've got snacks. You go home, i got snacks. Like, not junk food snacks. I'm talking, like, almonds and, like, good stuff. So that if you do happen to miss a meal... 
you can supplement it, offset it with something healthy until you're able to get some good food. But so that's my challenge this week is to, uh, you know, between now and then I'm only, I'm not going to eat out. I'm not, maybe I'll, I'll have a cheat day because I, I have to, like, I really enjoy food. Um, so I'll probably do like a Saturday or Sunday no, cheat don't, day. Don't do it while we're in Minnesota. Uh, no cheat days that day. No, so that is going to be all Let's cheat weekend strong. because I don't get my meals until Sunday night. Oh, so man. all next week I'm going to be doing this. But that's the change I'm going to make, and this is a challenge for everybody. Just make start with small changes. All right, do not go try to freaking become keto or vegan or whatever it is overnight because you're only going to last a day or two. You won't what about last. Keegan, you can flex your kegels. I'm going to yes. drink water. <laughs> my boy. That's your challenge. I'm no soda water. though. Don't have any soda. I'm no doing soda. the cold water. Thing. You're going to be frustrated. Just do a soda every other day. Because you're going to crave it because water's going to taste so shitty at first. I, I'm the type of guy where if, I, jump, if I do something, I yeah. have to right. jump into yep. it. You know what right. I mean? I've, I've been on a road trip. What else can he have, yeah. though, besides back to back Red Bulls? What that's, else can he do besides it. soda? Like, oh, pre workout. Well, oh, there's those flavored. Dude, I do drink have pre workout. There's those flavored. Oh, waters. yes. Yes, you know what I'm going to do? Lunch. I'm going to increase my pre workout supplement daily. You are already at like 500 <laughs> milligrams of caffeine a day. I don't know if you need no. any more. Uh, yeah, that's true. I'm actually going to do the cold shower thing because I, I resist that. Awesome. So that's yeah. what you're doing. What yep. are you doing? I don't know yet. You haven't thought about I it just, no. But you're already living you Mr. I just Mr. started I know, the diet can, again. You meet me at the gym I'm, in the morning. Well, well you guys both showers. have to go to your vision boards. Yes, gym in the morning. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. And yeah, the vision board and i going to watch a secret. You know what this I time of year? I do gym at night. And I'm going to work on new rap for These short days kill me. When it's dark at five o'clock and people are going home, I'm you like, go home and you work out at night. I've been working out at night for the last two weeks huh. and I feel great. I go every day at four in the afternoon. In the afternoon, great time right before the rush. Yeah, that's nope. the dead zone. I love that. All right, so last item on the list is going to be. I mean, we're talking about uh, is something specific with a diet. Let's just let you choose what that is, okay? Uh, cut out the French fries or drink more water. Uh, if you're to the point where you're already eating clean, eat cleaner. Eat more regularly. Find out a way to eat every, like you're supposed to eat, when the bodybuilders eat, what, five uh, meals a day? Six they meals? They eat like every two hours. Yeah, so do, do whatever you're doing better, okay? And we've given you some great examples of that. So here we are. Guys, this is what we're going to talk about every single week, but it's, it's, it's going to be completely different. But we are going to touch on the elements of health and fitness, um, overall wellness, family values, business, entrepreneurship, how to... Uh, maybe excel in your career. You don't have to own a business to listen to this. You can be a sales guy. You can be a nine to five guy. It doesn't matter. We're going to show you and teach you ways that you can basically implement into your life today and tomorrow that are going to help your career grow and become better. Okay. We're also going to talk about full culture, culture. We're going to talk about culture. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about music. We didn't touch on really any of that. Maybe a little bit of food today. Um, we're also going to talk about the most important thing for us, which is service and charity, which is just basically be a good person. Look at this time of year, it's everywhere, right? Like there's opportunities everywhere. It is not hard to find ways to help people this time of year. Even just go to your local like Salvation Army and, and little things like that, like they make a big difference. I personally prefer like hands-on personal experiences where I can actually see a difference being made because that's just the type of like what I enjoy. But if you don't necessarily have the time or energy to get involved in something personal like that, there's there's opportunities out there. Just all you gotta do is take a quick look at Facebook, and you can find somebody in your area in need. Mm-hmm. Like there's all kinds of good causes out there. So, guys, that is it for this week's episode. This is the first episode ever of the We Don't Know the Name podcast. It could be a personal operator handbook or the checklist, checklist. or something like that. But basically, the the concept of this is to share with you information that has helped us become healthier, happier, and more successful. Episode two.
obviously people listening to this podcast know that we talk about, um, you know, I've got some key things written down here that we always hit. We talk about health and fitness. We talk about family values, business and entrepreneurship. We talk about culture, food, music, talk about service, charity, philanthropy. Uh, I actually want to take your interview and break it into individual segments uh, meaning I want you to be back on multiple episodes so that we can talk about each yeah. individual category as you begin to progress in those different areas. Tonight, we're talking about the health and the wellness yeah, for side sure. of it. Uh, next time, we could talk about your spiritual journey. We could talk for about sure. the food and the culture of the Middle East. I don't care what we talk about. People want to know your story because obviously you have a lot of people. And your hiatus has created a bit of an absence, I think, on social media. Those dudes that were probably watching you run around in your underwear, scream freedom, are probably wondering like, Where's my motivation from this dude? 100%. What, what's happening to him? I want to know. And if they find out that you're headed in a positive direction, the impact you're going to have on people's lives is going to be so much bigger. You've already prepped those people. You've cultivated the Absolutely, ground. Absolutely, yeah. You, you, you're literally ready to you know, start planting those seeds. And uh, I think you've done, you know, it was definitely an, a very non-traditional way yeah. of, of preparing people for, you know, their journey to becoming better. But it had to be done that way for you. Yeah, absolutely. And it had to be done that way for people who follow and support you. So the whole purpose of the podcast is to give people, like I said, some marching orders. We like to leave them with some tasks uh, because my biggest frustration with any sort of self uh, help or personal development stuff is not knowing where to take the information when you're done listening to it. Meaning it, if it's not very direct, I'm a very direct person. I'm a very visual person. If I'm not given like a one, two, three list, it's hard for me to, you know, my ADD kicks in and I start doing bits and pieces and then don't stay persistent or consistent with any of it. Right. So the purpose uh, of the podcast here is to give people two to 10 action items that they can implement tonight or tomorrow and start changing their life immediately. And then we build off of that list. And obviously you're going to be able to contribute to that list in a huge way in different categories. But tonight let's talk about a couple of things that we can leave the listeners with things that they can do literally after they're done listening to this podcast, whether it's, you know, after work or next, you know, tomorrow in the morning, what kinds of things would you suggest somebody do on their physical journey to feel better and to just overall have a better, you know, take care of their body. The first thing that I would say, some good advice that I've been given was who you were in the past might not be who you're meant to be in the future. So be ready for change. Before you go to bed at night, I would prep myself for the next day. Get your bag ready, have everything ready for the next morning. So when you wake up, you're ready to go and you're not scrambling. Because usually when you're scrambling, you're psyching yourself out to even go and get up and attack the day. I like that. When you wake up in the morning, be ready just look yourself in the mirror and just tell yourself that you can do it and start off by making your bed. That was viral on the internet. I hope my wife doesn't hear this. Man. <laughs> start off, start off by making your bed, man. It's the most simple thing. And I, I watched the, the admiral talk about it on, on Facebook one time, start off by making your bed. You know, when you wake up, get your teeth brushed and then get out the door. Once you get to the gym, the hardest part is over. Now just get your workout in, man. Yeah. Remember ladies and gentlemen, five minutes is okay at first. 30 minutes it'll turn into, then it'll turn into 60. And before you know it, your cup, your cup will runneth over Yeah, and you'll be strong mentally, physically, and emotionally. And then you'll be looking back and you'll be giving somebody else, uh, you know, pointers, just, that's just a couple things. That yeah, I've and together. that's the thing. I like to keep it very simple, very yeah. basic. If you get into too much, uh, it becomes overwhelming for, yeah, for not just the listeners, but guys like me, guys like you, if somebody gives us 15, 20 things to do, it's going to be hard to follow or if the information is vague. So tank is not being vague tonight, guys. He's given you some very like elementary uh, places to start, but obviously this is really good information because it just hit me like a ton of bricks listening to him say this. So number one, ready for this? Your takeaway is prepare yourself 
The, and we're not just talking about life in general or work. We're talking about health and fitness right now. So if you are having a hard time going to the gym or you're having a hard time getting going on that you know, journey to become healthier and feel better, the night before, go prepare yourself, meaning pack your bag, pack your gym bag, whatever it is, get something laid out on your floor, on your nightstand, on your kitchen counter so that you don't have an excuse the next morning. When you wake up and you look and be like, oh, I don't have any gym clothes, bullshit, you do. Everything's prepared the night before and you're very deliberate. And then what that does is it, it kind of plants a little seed as you sleep, like you know what's next. Okay. The best way to move forward in life is by knowing what's next. Let me ask you a question. So for the average listener out there, for me, especially, you know, we talked to Kenny on the last episode and going to the gym was a big thing for him. Right. But when I would wake up and go lift weights, I loved hanging out with Kenny, but I hated lifting weights. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you say, you know, fitness and that's important, what other options do people have besides just going to the gym and lifting weights? I think that's what some people kind of get like caught up in. I hate the gym. I hate the gym culture. Right. Yeah. What is it that other people can do besides I'll tell you going one, lifting weights? A lot of people don't fitness. think of, and one that I actually love and don't do nearly enough is swimming. Go swim laps. Like yeah. you don't really swimming laps will rip your body to pieces. You can get so jacked so quick. In fact, I I'm probably going to be bold enough to say that swimming laps is probably the fastest way to get ripped and to build muscle yeah. because it is like it's anaerobic. So you're basically like, you are literally just working nonstop. Your body doesn't get a second to, to take that break and you don't get distracted. You're not going to pull your phone out. So go swim laps. That's a good one. What else you got? A lot of guys used overseas, the Trex bands where you can just put them up in your garage and you can do 50 different workouts, man. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, just, just remember five minutes, 50 minutes, whatever you want to do. I'm not a professional on working out. All I know is I just applied some things and they worked and it all starts in the kitchen. Or find man. a way to make it enjoyable. Go get a mountain bike. Absolutely. Go ride up a hill. Go find a fight gym and go learn how to box. So like That's what seven you years ago, I was the guy who never went to the gym. And I look back on pictures. It's pretty embarrassing of what I look <laughs> like. You know what I mean? And I'm not there yet. You Getting know, Getting better with age, man. Yeah. But I, uh, I started a boxing gym because one of my friends recommended, you know, he said, hey, you should try boxing. I'm like, how much is it? He says, a hundred bucks. I gave him a hundred dollar bill. Started my first month. Right. And I've been boxing now for seven years. And it's been like a point where I've had some injuries that have kept me from boxing. And it really opened my eyes to like going and hitting a bag for an hour today. And then to like blowing out my shoulder and yeah. for six months, not being able to do that, how much that had like effect on my mentality. You know what right. I mean? Like I feel better when I go to the gym and uh, I just, I never connected with weightlifting, but the boxing side of it, I mean, that really kind of brought me into it and, and I've been doing it for seven years now and I'm not like a gym goer. You right. know what I mean? Yep. And I just think that some people out there when they hear that, it's like, ah, oh, I don't want to go to, you know, gold's gym and lift weights. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I like I, there's that. just other options out there for people to do it that are less scary and that uh, are fulfilling. You know what Find I mean? your genre, hit it, be consistent and make it happen. Yeah. I love it. Those are words of wisdom right there. So basically tank is hitting us with, uh, we're going to give you three action items and things that we want you to be held accountable to. All right. So this means that we want to check in with you. We want to have, uh, you know, social media conversations with you. We want you to post your results. We're going to talk to a lot of the listeners about this stuff when we get an opportunity to do, you know, call-ins. Uh, so basically your marching orders this week is, uh, like I said, number one, prepare yourself the night before to go to the gym, get a bag out, lay out whatever, uh, stuff you need so that you don't have an excuse to get up and go. Number two, make your bed. When you get up, make your bed do like 
if you leave your room organized, you're just going to have that much more chance of being successful that day because you're leaving, you're, you're already like tying up loose ends that early in the morning. I think that's a big mental one. It's, yeah. it's, it's not huge. Like nobody's going to check your bed and you're not necessarily going to make more money because you make your bed, but you're going to start to kind of start this chain reaction of taking action. Yeah. Once you do this, that Admiral, cause yeah, that Admiral video was Mullen, really good. Once you do this, once you do this first thing in the morning, the simplest of thing, everything else will fall into play. Yep, exactly. And then number three, um, obviously both Marcus and tank, uh, can agree to this. Find a way to get your heart rate up doing something you enjoy. If you enjoy going to the gym and working out, that's fantastic. Go lift your weights, go do your curls, go do your bench presses. But if you don't enjoy that gym atmosphere or you have a hard time getting motivated, go get a mountain bike, ride up a hill, go find a local pool, swim some laps, go find a fight gym, learn how to box, learn, learn how to you know roll with jujitsu, whatever it is. There's a million ways basketball. to get your heart rate up. Go play basketball, go play sports, just do something. Do not let your heart rate stay low all day long. Find a way to get it up and, and exercise. Yep. And honestly, that's going to get your blood flowing, get moving, and you're going to start to enjoy that feeling. Those endorphins, I mean, that's a, that's a chemical thing. That's a, that's a thing that actually happens to your body, a chemical transformation. When your brain releases those endorphins, it says, I like this, this feels good. Yeah. And then you're going to start <laughs> to feel better. You're going to like, I think as you get older, it's harder to get that, you know, that dopamine hit or that. Yeah. Uh, Episode three. Not that it's going to be a makeup. So let's just get it over with and make up as quickly as possible and say our sorries and do it. And, and I think, you know, where you talk about, um, your relationship with your wife, I started this list. It's called my don't forget list. And I keep it about almost every important aspect of my life, my religion, my faith, whenever I have an experience that's spiritual to me or that something that makes me believe what I believe, I write it down in this don't forget thing. So if I ever start to lose faith or have it, I go back and read it and it's, it's amazing. It's kind of like your battery idea. I'm like, oh, that's why I believe. And that's awesome. My wife, I, every great thing she does for me, I write it down. And so it'll come back to if, if there's ever a, point, I wonder, oh, is this worth it? I can read that and know immediately it is. My kids, my business partners, I have great business partners and I love them, but there's times where I'm sure I drive them nuts and they drive me nuts. I'll go back and I'll be like, oh man, I remember when these guys slept on the floor. I mean, Dave remembers we drove seven people in a minivan to San Francisco <laughs> to go to a race and we slept seven people in a hotel. Remember when Ben Mola freaking went nuts in the middle of the night, yeah. jumped up. I mean, terrifying. Dave and I used to go sneak into the janitor's closets what was oh, it we get oh yeah. every i think on average any hotel room we stayed at would have at least two to three rollaway beds yeah oh right. we were going to like different floors taking the rollaway beds because we didn't have the money to go get 19 different rooms so we had to figure out a way to get seven dudes to sleep in one room comfortably and and we did it and dude yeah. honestly it made us appreciate it because oh. now when we go on trips uh you know discovery or whoever's sending us wherever we're going puts us up in our in our own rooms Man, when Dave and I first started doing that, it was kind of weird. Like <laughs> lonely. I, it was so lonely. Yeah. Yeah. You feel so weird, like your big grand room, and like, man, I could fit like fifteen other friends yeah. in here, and we could yeah. be saving it some would, money. But remember, Carlos would always get pizza every night. Carlos and Ben yes. had ordered nine pizzas, yep. and I mean, those were fun times. But I look at those, and I, I put that down, and I'm like, man, those guys, those guys rode with me when I was hungry. You know, yeah. those guys came to the table when we were eating scraps. So, yeah. what does so, you call that book? And my don't forget. The don't forget. Well, I need to yeah. start a don't forget book. That's a really it, good I'm idea. I'm telling you. It, it reminds is, you why you do what you do. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I could tell you guys stories on, I keep it on my SE and then I also have a hard written copy, but it is SE. so great. So, so anytime you think, but it, but it works so great with friends. I mean, you can argue with friends or even past acquaintances and, and it's like, 
back to the relationships that we all have right in this table. I can look back at things in each person in here and go, man, that's why I'll always like that guy. That's why I always have that guy's back. I may talk crap on all of you guys at one time or another. Just, yeah. I'm really bad at that. So <laughs> if I, if something happens and I'm like, oh, that jerk, he, yep. he stole this or did I'm this. I'm pretty or, sure it's all mutual, you know, <laughs> you know, I, mean? I mean, yeah, you do it. But, but in the truth always comes out and I'll always go back to like, man, I love Dave Sparks, Dave Kylie, Marcus Wing. Those are my guys. Kenny, I played basketball with him once and I know he's awesome. I just don't know him. as He's the only guy that's never worked closely with me. But like the three of you guys, hundred percent. You're in my don't forget books of great things you've done for me. And it, it makes it nice. Cause it's so much like you could keep a don't forget of, you know, the bad things as well. And that's, that's just not good. It's, it's just, it's not just, worth it's it. just basically right. putting negative energy and holding onto it, mm-hmm. yeah. which I think is negative energy is a, like energy in general is a big part of my life. Like focusing on whether it's good or whether it's bad and just learning how to just let the bad go. Might be time to let go that you guys all drove by me and watched me struggle <laughs> on the time, ground. You know, if I would have <laughs> been there, I would have Marcus would have picked me up. I would have been the Marcus would have picked me up. Just let that die. Let us simmer. So that's, I mean, dude, that's huge, man. Obviously, Rich, you've got like, we could go for 10 hours talking about different little nuggets and, you know, pearls that you have as far as just good advice and wisdom. Um, you are a mentor for a reason. We're, we're high energy, high profile, aggressive people. And the fact that we look up to you for advice it says something about your character and who you are and what you do. So this probably isn't the last time you guys have heard from rich. Uh, we'll probably have him back at some point to talk about some more stuff because he has extremely good insight uh, and just has the ability to like look at a situation or look at a brand or look at a product and say, tweak this, do that. And it's like the fix. So like you can, you, you help me come up with the, I was going to call our business diesel trucks for sale. <laughs> that was going to be the name of the business. And then he's like, nah, how about diesel sellers? I think that's like, still our Facebook. Yeah. It's still <laughs> the name of the still Facebook. Yeah. And I was, that was going to be the name of the business forever. So the takeaways here today, guys are big They're These are really big ones. And man, like every time I look at the takeaway list, I'm like, this is so simple, but man, you just have to be reminded of it. You have to have somebody tell you. So what I want you guys to do starting right now, write these things down and then start implementing them in your life. Number one, be dumb enough to do it. Do not sit on the fence any longer. Either don't do it or do it, but do not sit around wondering like, ah, what's going to happen? Is this going to work? Is it not going to work? Make up your mind and be dumb enough to make that big leap into whatever it is you want to do. Dumb enough to believe. And you got to believe you can do it. Don't just do it if you don't you believe. You have to 100% you gotta be convince dumb. yourself yeah. that you can do it. And that might Even though you're one dumb. in a thousand, look, there's still that one in a thousand. Mm-hmm. So be dumb enough to do it. Number two, start branding yourself. Like start branding your name. If your name is, is Tom Kurlinski or something weird like that, you don't like your name, figure out a new brand for yourself, right? Like figure out a way to start branding who you are and put a like personal brand on yourself so that people can recognize it. And whether you want to be the best in your business organization or the best, you know, business owner, whatever you want to do, start branding yourself today. Um, and we'll probably talk about that more and some things that you can specifically do in a later podcast about exactly how to brand yourself and how to become somebody that people remember. Um, number three is going to be makeup or breakup. If you've got a problem or an obstacle or an argument ahead of you, just make up your mind right then and there. Is this going to end us or end me or end the situation or is there a way to solve it? And this applies to your marriage, your personal life, your friendships, your business partnerships, everything that you do. You can literally just look at it and say, I can get past this or I can't nine times out of 10, you can get past it, right? Like rarely is it going to end your relationship or your partnership, whatever it is. But if it's going to make that decision, get out of the danger zone, which is the, the area where you just try to like make something work. That's not going to work. 
Okay. Number four is create a don't forget list. And what this is, um, this is actually like awesome. Awesome. This is my favorite one. It's of, huge. Of all the makeup, breakup I love and being dumb. Create but, a list of why you do what you do. And when something good happens, put it in your list. If, if, if your good buddy of yours buys you lunch or gets you the birthday present that you forgot about, then you didn't think anybody remembered your birthday. Write that down in your list. Cause that's going to remind you why you love that guy so much, why you have such a good relationship with him. If you work for a company and they send you over to Germany to go visit the plant and you love that experience so much, write it in your list because five years from now, you're going to be wondering why it is you're still working for that company or whatever it is. Like, it's, it's kind of gratitude, right? It's, it's, well, it keeps coming back. It's yeah. like, we talked kid rock earlier. I got the greatest story in the world about kid rock and gratitude that maybe next yeah. we can talk about, but gratitude is so important. Episode four. About it forever. So, um, that's not just to you. That's to everybody. So man, I hate to wrap this up because we've gotten to such a, such a solid, um, you know, base of, like we've learned a lot from you as far as how to build a brand and how to stay persistent and how to, um, I always say when you got a tiger by the tail, just hang on for dear life. Cause mm-hmm. you very much had that starting in whenever you started making the motorcycle films until nitro world tour or nitro how to be a badass dad. How to, yeah. <laughs> how to be dude. How did that like that you segment I mean? just kind of popped <clears throat> up in the middle of nowhere. Didn't you see it coming? Greg, you're a phenomenal dude, man. You've, you've like, like I said, you've taught us a lot about like the simple stuff, like that we can just see in the motorcycle films and learn from. But like on a deeper level, as far as being a family man and stuff like that, that's what we wanted to kind of dig out of you tonight. I knew it was in there. I just didn't know how it all worked. And now the listeners are going to get that, and millions of people are going to be able to listen to this, and yeah. and millions of dads are going to be able to apply what you did with your kids, whether you knew it intentionally or not. You like you made a big change, like in the world, not just locally, not just with the guys here at the table, but like. In the world, that's a big deal. A lot of guys are going to send their kids down big wooden ramps <laughs> next week. <laughs> be a lot of concussions. <laughs> I, I don't feel so bad as a father anymore, too, with all the injuries and jacks. You know, so thank is you he, for is that. He, is he still passionate? Uh, today was his first day. He was able to get back on his bike. It's been two and a half months oh, since surgery, gone. and he's was able he to dying joy ride to get back on the bike. Oh, that's yeah, all that's he good. wanted to do. That's passion. that's all he wanted to do. So, so Greg, let's finish up by doing this. Um, you're kind of like one of those like most interesting men in the world because every time I see you, you're somewhere new doing something cool. Give our listeners, and this is totally unrelated to anything we've talked about so far, um, do you have any food that our listeners should try that you've tried? Do you, or do you have anywhere that our listeners should go that, that you, they may have never been? Or do you have any music that they should listen to that they may not have ever heard? Greta Van Zandt music. I've been seeing that everywhere. I haven't listened to it. What is it? Colton introduced me to him. Greta Van Zandt. It's like, it's the most inspiring, fun stuff I've listened to in a long time. Greta Van Zandt. Like Trans-Siberian Orchestra stuff? It's a little better than that. You know what it sounds like is Led Zeppelin. A little bit of Zeppelin tied in with sticks, you know, my era more. I like that stuff. But it's new. And it's, it's really good. And as far as like the most interesting place I've been in a while that I would suggest, hmm. I'm such a Utah guy. Like, I got to break out of the Utah room. No, it's okay. No, no. There's bring, a lot of Utah listeners. Bring people to Utah. So I think you're the guy. I'm trying to figure out your secret hideaway, obviously. <laughs> it, where, where should That's they That's why go? he doesn't want to oh, share. Man. I know. <laughs> I, I know. You guys, we, we got into it. My, my son and I do this six-day adventure tour every year, and we just go wherever. We end up, it doesn't matter if it's Utah, Colorado, North Africa, wherever we're at. And this year, we ended up. Dropping into Moab, we went down to Four Corners. We did a whole thing down around the San Juan, north in uh, the Indian on the Indian Reservation down there. Awesome, beautiful. 
killer. Yeah. And it's so undisturbed. We just flew the helicopters in there with uh, Ethan a few weeks ago. Yeah, you guys, did you go all the way down to the reservation or were you just oh, yeah. down to Powell? No, we went to Powell and then we went to Navajo Mountain. Dude, Navajo Mountain by Powell. You need to go hike that. Or we got to go fly that because there are like ruins that are completely untouched. Well, there's, it's all over down there. Right. And so we took that, followed the San Juan River all the way up. You got to be careful. We don't want everybody knowing about that. That's true. That's true. Well, we're not dropping (laughs) pins. But so where should they go? Southern Utah, Four Corners? So we went down. So you guys flew. I saw that all when you, did you, you flew up the San Juan? All the way up until it got dry. Okay. So we went, we just stayed in Bluff Mm -hmm. and we rode razors around there. And then we went down to, what is that? Horseshoes, Mm -hmm. the bends. Yeah. And then we did some stuff there, but then we came up um, Hill's Backbone. Yeah. Where's that? Up, that goes up into Hull's Crossing. So as okay. you came yeah, down yeah. the San Juan, it's like there's uh, the Valley of the Gods right mm-hmm. there, and it's up there. We hiked around there. We do, went into the bridges, hiked in there. Then we did a, a killer razor ride back into Canyonlands, and mm. then we hiked and I don't know how this guy did this. We had to retrace the dude that cut his hand off. Oh, the Aaron Ralston. Oh, 120 oh hours or something. Oh, my gosh. Okay, just getting in there, the rappels and going down those slot canyons, you need to try You guys are too big. You get stuck. <laughs> We've done Neon Cathedral, which is the tightest I could fit in. You couldn't fit in this. It's, yeah. it's super tight, and there's like 350-foot drops. I grease myself up. Yeah, that might work. <laughs> yeah. But as you get to the point where he cut his hand off, it is the spookiest, craziest place I've ever been in really? the world. And maybe there's some haunting thing going on in there because the poor dude was stuck in there for five days. Then the drop he did after he cut his hand off Mm -hmm. is 60 feet. I don't know how he did that. And then he had another 10 feet, 10, excuse me, 10 feet, 10 miles to hike out of there. And then he had another two miles to go up out of the canyon to where he got help. So, I mean, to retrace that guy's journey is incredible. So we did that. Then we went over to Caneville, did some jumps, did some other exploring and then I did another hike, and my son was crying for mercy. <laughs> like it physically wore, wore him out. Twenty-two-year-old yeah. and a fifty-year-old's putting him in the ground. That's awesome. I We're want back in man. on the Gray God Free Adventures. <laughs> so I don't yeah. want to be in the day, videos, six day. but I want to be in on the adventures. Six day. We'll do it in the spring. If you guys, we're going to do the Baja trip, right? Yeah, we're Sam doing Fleet the Baja Ball. trip. I'll show you some stuff down there. I know you guys have been down there, but I've got some real hidden gems down there. Yeah, Cameron Steele showed me and some other folks. Kendall Norman, and then uh, those those are places. So if, if the other somebody things? who somebody who has never been to Southern Utah, maybe they're here locally, or maybe they're coming from out of state. Where should they start in Southern Utah? Moab. Uh, yeah, Mo- Moab's a good spot. I think another unhi- a hidden jewel. I would say it depends on what you're doing. If you're doing razors, I'd say Kanab. Oh yeah, totally. Kanab is a hidden jewel nobody knows about. Yep. And then it's the most scenic, most beautiful, fun. There's more sand than Moab. Yep. Moab's cool, but it's different. Like coral pink and stuff. Yeah. So listeners, do this. Listen to Greta Van Zant. I don't know how you spell it, but we'll figure it out. Uh, and then <laughs> if you live in Moab or if you live in Utah, or you don't live in Utah, try to get down to Moab or Kanab, Utah um, with a razor or a motorsport or something like that. And if you don't ride any of that stuff, go to Zion's National Park. Yeah, right there's, there. there's hiking. There's, 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 other, there's more hiking down there called it's Peekaboo Canyon. In yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, Peekaboo's cool. Yeah. So what's the other thing you were asking me? Um, I asked you about food, music, travel. Uh, food. Anything that you I, I, am, I have gotten on this kick because my body's so broken. I've broke. I've had two surgeries on my left knee, two on my right ankle, two on my right wrist. I've had like thirty concussions, been knocked out ten times, so that's forty, I guess. But then, I've broke my back and I shattered my pelvis, broke my neck, um, had two surgeries on my right shoulder, one on my left shoulder, and I've had. um, Did I say my knee? I think I said my knee. Broke my nose multiple times. 
but the point being, my body's a mess. I'm 50 years old, and I feel, well, it depends on the day. At least cold days in Utah really tear me yeah, up. Yeah, brutal. But I have been going, this is going to sound, this is, this is almost as bad as you listening to Enya. Enya. <laughs> but I Enya go, confessions? I am up at 5 o'clock every morning, and I go to yoga for an hour. I go for 90 minutes. Yes, and, I just started doing this. And I go to Pilates for an hour after that, and I feel amazing. And then I've gotten on a new diet, a lot, a lot of liquid. I try and stay away from any kind of pain pill or any kind. I've had my struggles with that stuff, too because of all this crap that I've been through. But I try and stay away from any of that. Water, exercise, getting a lot of sleep, which I struggle with. I only get like four hours of sleep a night. And that, with my body being as jacked, the blood doesn't get through my body fast. So I've got to make sure I'm eating right. right. Got to make sure I'm sleeping. And I've got to make sure I'm exercising. And then I don't want to be a selfish douchebag the rest of my life. So I'm trying to just give as much as I can too. Right. And that seems to yeah. help. Yep. Well, that's, that's basically, you just covered every topic that we, that we cover on the show. And it's coming from somebody like you, people look up to you. They see that you've had success where you've built, um, these are things that you do on a daily basis that you're, you're 50 and you're still doing them. There's a, the reason you're doing them is because they make you feel good. They make you feel better than anything that you've ever done is just taking care of yourself and taking the time to actually be conscious of well-being. You know what I mean? Like drink a lot of water, get to go do yoga, yoga, like to me, yoga is not something that... I- Episode 5. ...orders for this week because, obviously, it's the heavy checklist, and we're going to leave you with some checklist items. So as you heard me talking during this last recording, I kind of put myself out there and showed you something that I did, you know, seven or eight years ago that was a little bit outrageous, and it still seems a little outrageous to me at the time, and that was basically recording, you know, all these things, these affirmations, these strong statements about myself, and then I, you know, uploaded them to music and made an audio file, and I listened to it every single day, but guys, I promise you, had I not done that, I would not be where I am today. It was a very, very, very powerful thing that I did, and I want you all to try it as well. So here's where we're going to start. This week's checklist is number one, Start writing down affirmations. I want you to think about things that you want or believe or whatever it is that you need to hear and start writing them down. These can be things like, I'm strong, I'm healthy, I'm happy, I'm successful, I have a good business, I have a good relationship with my family, I have a good relationship with my wife. Start writing all these different things down. Then start to write down things that are kind of lofty goals. Think about, uh, you know, to me back in the, in the day, I wanted $6,500 a month uh, salary. Obviously, uh, to a lot of people, that's, that's a huge, that, that's a good, that's a good amount of money. And to me at the time, it was totally unattainable. And I thought, man, that would be like a dream come true if I can make that much money. And uh, that was one of the things I put on the list. So I want you to start putting down lofty things. If it's, hey, I want to make $100,000 a year. I want to make $150,000 a year. Don't say I want to make. Say it like you believe it. Say, I make $120,000 a year. I have a business that does over a million dollars a year in sales. Start saying these things, record them down on the list or write them down on the list, make a recording. And then, like I said, you can either just listen to that, you know, raw recording. Any smartphone these days will play it back for you. What I like to do is add a little bit of music to it so that it's not so weird just listening to myself. So obviously I put a little bit of Enya to it. Marcus will probably do some Pennywise, different strokes for different folks. I don't care what you listen to. Just do this because I promise you, if you do this, and you actually listen to it on a daily basis like I did, you're going to hit those goals way, way, way sooner than you ever expected, all right? So please, please, please listen to me and do this because this is a very important checklist item. Number two that we talked about with Greg was focus. 
stay focused. Now that is probably the most generic piece of advice I'm ever going to give on this podcast. It's really hard to define what focus is and how it applies to you. But if you heard the conversation, you heard how it applies to me, how it applied to Greg, how it applies to different people. So think about those distractions in your life. Think about the things that could potentially get you off course and eliminate them. Figure out what you have to do to stay focused and stay on track to be able to reach those goals, which are basically the affirmations that I'm telling you to record right now. So please do this. Please, please, please. I can't stress enough how important this is. And then obviously, if this is something that uh, you feel like sharing with us, we're going to give you guys opportunities to do that in the uh, you know next upcoming weeks. We want to hear what your affirmations are, what your goals are, and the things that you want to accomplish. So guys, we love you. We thank you so much for the support. Episode six. <laughs> this, this is awesome. I love this because sitting around the table, we have all types. Obviously, all of us have you know built and, and grown our own business on our own right, but we've also all been employees. I've got hands here at the end of the table who technically is an employee. I don't view him as an employee. He's got like the keys to the kingdom, like literally the guy when we go on road trips or like a, a you know a big trip with the company. He's the one that's like chauffeuring my family around and like I've given him more responsibility than I even give myself sometimes. So. Just because you work for somebody doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. It could be a very good thing. Marcus, do you have anything else you want to add to this list? Yeah, I would just say that as an employee, you should be always, always be willing to learn. You know, when you step into a position or if you accept a position, be in a position where you're willing to learn. How about this? Let's change that to anxious to learn. Anxious to learn. Exactly. Because I have guys that will work for me. I have had some that will work for me for three years and they know the same thing the, uh, after that three years that they did the day they started. And then I have other guys who started and knew nothing and now can basically run a, a full on production or show while I'm not there. So they're like mini DJs under master DJ, not a DJ. Okay. Here's, here's one example. In fact, Joey's is the one who helps me edit this podcast. He knows a lot more in a lot of circumstances than I do. But when he started, we used to do full band productions. We had no idea how to mix a show. And uh, so we'd have to outsource the mixing. And I said, Joey, if you want to make more money, learn how to mix a band. And uh, last year we did a festival and he was the main audio engineer for like 17 bands on one stage. And we didn't have to outsource anything. Obviously, the company made more money and now I pay him more money. And that was all because he was willing to learn and go outside of his comfort zone and to add more value to the company. So my, my thing would be in any position you're at, be willing to learn and do more than you know. Be excited to do that. Like be anxious to learn, learn, learn. One of my favorite things about my assistant hands is, is he constantly sends me texts that are like totally unsolicited out of the blue. Like, bro, this is going to be the biggest, best year ever. We're going to make so much money and I'm going to do this. And I'm so excited for this just out of the blue because he's anxious and he's excited and he wants more responsibility. Hands is the same guy that comes to me and says, what more can I do? How can I make this company more money? Because he knows that in doing that, he's going to make me more money. Well, vision board right there on his phone. Working on his vision board. The guy's right there on his phone. So moral of the podcast is well, be like Hans. Yeah, be, Hans. Be, be like Hans. But um, I know sometimes you may, when you're starting out and you're a beginner, you're scared to ask questions because you may, you know, may feel stupid. But there's a saying, you know, if you uh, he, the guy who asks a dumb question feels stupid for a minute. The guy who doesn't is stupid forever. That's true. That's very true. That's a good point. All right, guys. We've obviously covered a number of different... Can go pee real quick? Yeah, go pee. Do it. In fact, I'll probably just wrap Perfect. it up right now. Um, Thank you. Well, I'll wait for you. So we just took a quick uh, 
potty break. Potty break here. And uh, we started talking about business models, and Diesel Dave <laughs> just came up with the most it's genius business model. He says, genius. here's what you should do if you sell shoes. Just sell one. And then they have to buy the others. <laughs> it's a buy one, get one free. No, it's, it's a no, buy no, one, no. have to buy the other <laughs> one. Buy one, just you have need to buy the other, the other one. one. Yeah. That is actually, that's called job security. Yeah, it's called like yeah. ransom. So that's how just like hold the other box shoes of shoes. Ransom. It's really just that's a box the kind of, of shit shoe. that Dave developed to earn equity in this company. Like, it's the like hook. groundbreaking ideas. They got one shoe, they want the other. Guys, here's where we're at. This podcast started with the intention was to introduce the world to Mr. Redbeard because the guy is. Really fascinating. And I don't just say that in like a funny joking way. He really is very fascinating. So the podcast obviously evolved into something where we're trying to help people become better workers and employees in certain organizations and even run your own little business within a business that may not be yours. It's totally doable. It's totally possible. So what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this podcast and then we're going to roll right into another one with Redbeard talking about some of the other stuff that he came to talk about because he came prepared. Believe it or not, this man made notes. He uh, wrote down some stuff that he wants to share with you guys. Uh, I feel like he's probably going to be not just a one or two time guest. He'll probably be you know a regular contributor to what we're doing here because he does have some very valuable insight. And at this rate, this table is going to have about ninety people. We're going to need some more microphones. We are definitely going to need some more microphones because currently Kenny and Diesel Dave are sharing a microphone. Uh, Hans does not have a microphone. Uh, Redbeard has a mic. I mean, and there's three more seats. And there's yeah, we got room at the table. But We're committed to sharing. Look, the purpose of this is for everybody from back. all different walks of life to get around. And Marcus has said multiple times off air, like, dude, this is the beauty of this because this is just for the regular guy. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times you'll hear podcasts and audiobooks, and it's like, if you don't have your own business, you're failing. That's not true, right? No, not at all. Like it is perfectly okay to kick ass in somebody else's business. Well, in fact, we wouldn't be able to have a business if we didn't have people kicking ass in our business. Exactly. It's true. It's very true. So be somebody who kicks ass at whatever you do, and if it, if it means you're going to work for somebody, go do it. I'm going to recap the checklist real quick, guys, because this is a very, 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 very good one. And starting the new year, it's a new opportunity for you guys to go out and make more money than you've ever made before. Number one, check your attitude. Figure out what your attitude is, especially in the workplace. If you're walking around and you are... You know, the best way to, to view this is if you're talking about people more than you're talking about things and ideas, you're probably doing something wrong. Don't talk about people. Talk about ideas. Talk about like things that you can grow with and things that you can actually like, you know, become better at. And that's going to help you have a better attitude in the organization and your bosses and superiors and the owners of the businesses are going to catch that right away. They're going to see it and they're going to want to find ways to help you move up in the organization because you're building it and making it better. Number two... If you are an organization and you've got your you know, ducks in a row and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you've got a good positive attitude and you're just not excelling or you're not growing, leave. Take that leap of faith and go somewhere else. And I hate to say that because I hate to see people leave our organization, but we try to make sure people don't leave because we try to make them feel yeah, appreciated. But if that's happening, don't be afraid. Like you obviously, you know what you, you're worth. You know what you're capable of. Go find something that's going to value you and give you, you know, help you get to that level of what you think you're worth. Okay. So that's number two. Number three, do not go in and ask for a raise. If you feel like you're worth more money, go find a way to talk to your boss or the owner of the company and explain to them how you would like to add more value to the company. Ask them for more responsibilities. Ask them for ways that you can help the business grow. And in turn, 
it's naturally going to turn into a raise for you. Now, if that boss then exploits you and gives you more, you know, responsibilities without any sort of raise, you're in the wrong organization. Go so back you can do to number of, two. You can do one. Well, you can do one of two things. You can then ask for your raise, or two, because maybe they don't see it. Maybe they're making an honest mistake and they don't see the value you're creating. But if they do, like Marcus said, go back to number two and leave. Go somewhere else. Try again. Number four, Kenny said this, and it's align your interests. And this is a very this is a little bit more of a hard one to understand, but basically what it means is if you are a worker in an organization, find a way to align your interest with your boss's interest. Find a way to align your interest with the overall goal and the mission of the company. Meaning if all you want to do is make money, you're not necessarily focusing on what the company needs to do. You need to figure out how to make the company money because if you then do that, it's going to align with your interest of wanting to make more money yourself. All right. If you're a boss, you're an owner of a business, find a way to align your interest with your customer's interest. This is one thing that I'd like to brag right now. We've done really, really well. Every single one of our customers, we know exactly what they want and we give it to them. And what's that? Free stuff. We give them opportunities with every single purchase to win a truck or win prizes. Hell, every couple of weeks, we throw cash in random orders and we ship it out to people. We have aligned our interest as a company, which is we want to make more money and have more prosperity with our customers, which is they want to have more money, more prosperity, and have cool stuff. And we've lined it up perfectly. And guess what? It's turned into this stellar business model where we make a ton of money and our customers are really happy. Number five, Marcus capped it off with something very important, and that is be anxious and willing to learn. Redbeard said something very, very interesting, which is basically there's no such thing as a dumb question. If you ask a dumb question, you may feel dumb for a minute, but the guy who never asked the dumb question stays dumb forever. Yeah. That's huge. Like, that is so simple. So, guys, please do these things. Like, everybody's getting back to work, you know, mid this week. It's a weird time between Christmas and New Year. Every day, it feels like 10 Sundays in a row. Episode 7. Thank you, obviously, for sharing this stuff. This is stuff that I know that you're actively doing in your own life, which is why I wanted you to share because uh, it's there's things that you and I have kind of vibed off each other over the years with things that actually help us. And yeah. I love how open you are to if I say, dude, I tried this and it made me feel good and you do the same thing for me. Um, guys, this is not stuff that like is, like I said, I can't stress enough that this is not just some crazy voodoo magic. This is real stuff that's actually going to change your life. And you may feel really weird doing it at first. And that's Okay. I want you to feel weird. I want you to feel so out of your comfort zone because if you feel that way, it means you're doing something good. You're trying, yeah. like you're trying something That's where new. You grow. That's where you grow. So are you good with us hitting these three checklist items? Number one, finding three stones that you can incorporate into your life, whether you're going to put them in your car, pocket, I don't care. Um, and the best way to find a stone that's right for you would be going either online to, you know, a website that is informative talking to you about the benefits of each stone or go to a local rock shop which is like even better because then you can be face to face with somebody they can hand you different stones you can literally feel them if you're open to it you're going to feel the different energies that they have so do that please like it is so important that you do these things that we're telling you to do even though they may sound crazy to you they're not they're things that have benefited us and i've personally seen with my own eyes the good that comes from this you'd be surprised to know how many buttoned up businessmen they're on like there are like Kenny out there walking around with rocks in their pocket. Oh, for like sure. it's not as it's not as uh, and you're not fringe. talking you're not talking about cocaine, right? No. <laughs> well both of those, <laughs> you know, but um, not the eighties anymore. Yeah. But it's just not as uh, fringe society as you would think. Yeah, so number two, meditation. Find a way to learn how to meditate. 
Um, there's a lot of different programs. If you go to YouTube or different, uh, you know, audio programs, type in meditation for beginners. And I would even, I can't emphasize this. Enough. I would put that if there's a way to rank them, that's number one. Yeah, I by agree. far. I agree. All these items are equally important. They're not in order of rank of one, two, three. If you don't do all of these, then you are wasting your time. Um, so it is very important that you implement what we're, what we're telling you to do because, guys, it's going to help you. It's going to make your life better. So um, let's say you don't find a meditation program that you vibe with or that you feel good about. Do this for me. Do my fourth grade meditation. Lay down. Find It, it needs to be kind of a dark spot where there's no distractions. Lay on your back and give me five minutes of just can't, like tracking your breathing. In. Out. In. Just do it. Just try it. It may sound crazy. Just give it a shot. You're looking right at me when you're talking about I, all this. You're the guy. You're, you're like, that, hey, do it like that, I that did was in fourth just when grade. He was breathing heavy. Yeah. <laughs> you're our <laughs> average listener. Um, no, but for real, guys, try it. Um, I would I would suggest finding a guided program because they can really help you. Like even your posture plays a big role in. Oh, being dude, able to that you got a whole other podcast about <laughs> human body technology. Yeah, I know you do because like, you're constantly like rubbing this. Or oh yeah, that was that actually one of my like. Uh, I was going to get into whole like the whole like your body holding tension. Well, guess find what? out a way to like this is another podcast for yeah, it's coming up for you to give us more information on because I know that there's a lot of things that you implement in your own life. So, uh, you know, the overall theme of this one is going to be how to find and manage good energy. Yeah. Um, I've got one on like this whole it's called Qigong. If you have oh, yeah, Qigong, yeah, tell me about that. Look it up right now. Not Qigong, Dave. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got real excited. But please Qigong. do make America Qigong again. Yeah. Um, so, and then the final item, number three on our checklist for this week is, uh, find a frequency wavelength app. Um, brain.fm is a great one. Yeah, that's one that I've We're going to give them a free plug. Like everything inside me tells me not to, cause I hate giving away yeah, free but advertising, but, it, but if it, it works, works, it works. You know, so, and we're here to benefit everybody. Yep, so, you know, we're not getting a cut from that or a kickback, but brain.fm, if you're listening, you can please mail us a check to, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Send us a yeah. bucks. uh, so do those three things, guys. Uh, these are probably things that the majority of our listeners have never experienced, but I'm telling you the minute you do this stuff, it is going to change your life for the better immediately. Episode 8. Important to me. They're very basic, very simple. And these are lifestyle things, guys, that are going to help you feel better, live better, sleep better. I think sleep is so underrated these days. People just go, 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 go. Go get yourself eight or nine hours of sleep. And that's not the checklist item. But what I'm going to tell you is going to help you get that sleep. And it's put your phone away 30 minutes before bedtime. Do not. So I've heard that people go even to an extreme as far as they put their phone in a different room than where they sleep because phones emit blue light. Blue light is extremely hard on your eyes. It's extremely hard for your body and your brain to process. It, it, it requires the, like this intense amount of focus and it literally, best way to put it and best, like the most simple way to, to explain it is it's burning your eyes, okay? It's not going to kill you immediately. It's not going it to, it may never hurt you in your entire lifetime, but it does affect your brain in the way that you sleep. So put your phone away. 30 minutes before bedtime, and this is really hard for me because that's some of my like best like go time is, is having my phone. And so, you know, some of these people, scientists who've taught this theory say, don't watch TV, don't have your computer out, don't have your phone out. And if you've got like crazy, like self-control, great, more power to you, do that. But start with your phone, just put it away because the, the, even the way that your phone causes your posture to go, you curl up in this little ball. Your thumbs curl in, your arms curl in, you put your face down, and it's not healthy. 
So just put your phone away, which leads me to my next item. Number three on the checklist is don't touch your phone for 30 minutes in the morning. <laughs> you know what you did for me by hanging out with you that I've, I've taken is you're a guy that is, uh, everybody's trying to get a moment of your time, right? right? Monopolizing. So one of the things I learned very early with you is that you put your phone on silent. Do not disturb. Do not disturb. So it goes right to voicemail. Yep. So it makes you not readily available for everybody's need all the time. You can't distract me. I started implementing that and doing that. So I, I, I do that in the evening yep. when I get home and it's family time, I put it on do not disturb. Yep. When I wait and I, I do that until about business hours, like seven in the morning. Right. Life changer. Yep. I don't get random texts or email alerts or phone calls. I have to choose to engage in that conversation and um, it gives me back my family time and my rest that you're talking about. Yep. So you, thank you, you for have, teaching me that yeah, one. No, I mean, I, that, that's one of the biggest things that I preach. And I preached it when we were on the uh, MFCEO podcast with Andy Frazella is uh, put your phone on, do not disturb, turn off all your notifications um, and just like make your phone respect you rather than you having to respect your phone. Like whenever it needs your attention, you have to give it to it. No. No. So what I mean by that is make the people who are trying to contact you respect your time. Yeah. I mean, back in the olden days, you didn't call people outside of nine to five. No. You just did. Like, I remember when I was a kid growing up and somebody called at eight o'clock at night. It was like, holy shit, fire alarms. <laughs> like, who? why is somebody calling me? Somebody's this is, this is a big deal. Down. Exactly. Someone's bars burning down. That's the only reason you should be calling somebody that late at night. So do it. Uh, and then in the morning, that's a big one. Because in the early uh, years of my business, I used to just, and I think we're all guilty of this, I would wake up. Literally, first thing, reach over, grab my phone, pull it up to my face, and whether I went and read texts or most, you know, commonly, I would just go through and go through social media. I would find myself ten pages deep on Instagram before I was even getting out of bed, and whatever I saw in those ten pages was basically directly influencing how I felt that day. Yeah, and you're either going to see good or you're going to see bad, and if you allow yourself to be open to that, your brain gets hardwired to whatever you see on your phone influences your whole day. You get a bad text from somebody, you get an email from a bank that says your payment's late, whatever it is, that's going to basically trigger you and set you off for the entire day. So do not allow yourself to access that information until you've woken up and given yourself a proper morning routine, which leads me to checklist item number four. And it's so basic guys. It's so freaking simple. And I could give you a whole morning routine that, and we'll get into this more, but number four is do not do anything right after you bet. And like, let me back this up, get out of bed immediately. Don't touch your phone. Go to the kitchen, get a glass of water, a full glass of tap water, and drink it. Like, like not freezing cold, not super hot. The best thing I found is just kind of room temperature, maybe a little colder if you can't drink room temperature water, and drink it. Something about drinking a full glass of, glass of uh, water in the morning basically triggers, it kind of gets your, your system going. It gets, uh, you'll find that you'll wind up going to the bathroom sooner, You'll wind up going to taking your morning dump like on like a, literally like on a schedule, like just on a, on a freaking clock. Um, so guys, this is super important stuff and it's so basic. And I think it's things that we all forget how to do. Like a lot of people will wake up and they'll get their phone, they'll hang out, they'll go have whatever it is, but it's not water. You know, they'll go have a bowl of cereal. I'm telling you right now, back it up, go have that water. I'm, dude, something about it just literally like sparks your body into going. I don't know what it is. I, I know that there's science behind it. I can't remember, you know, what I read about that, but scientifically proven to just feel better. And it's so freaking simple because that's the point of the podcast. I want to give people very basic and simple marching orders, things that they can do right away. Later, I mean, if you're listening to this tomorrow morning, you can go get your glass of water. 
tonight you can put your phone away and tomorrow morning you can you know not touch it for 30 minutes these are simple things but they make a huge difference i said this on uh, andy's podcast first time i did the whole phone thing in the morning i remember i sat down and i started eating my breakfast and my phone was not even anywhere nearby dude i started like looking out the window I started like, oh my gosh, there's a world dude, out yeah, there. I started like noticing the birds and I started like thinking and my brain was like, my phone wasn't doing the thinking for me. My brain actually had to think to keep myself entertained. Dude, it was, it's the coolest experience. And if you're on your phone a lot, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Like this is going to hit you hard. You'll probably get a lot more action at home with your wife too. Yeah, you know, dude, if you give your wife <laughs> that 30, yeah. even if you give your wife 30 minutes before bedtime, I guarantee you, if you have even, you're going to get lucky any, yeah, you're either going to get lucky or even better than that, I don't know if it's better than that, but you're going to fix problems in your marriage. Like if like that 30 minutes is a lot of time to be able to like work through stuff. If you're giving your wife your undivided attention, that's a big thing. So do it guys. Those are the things. Find a mentor, put your phone away 30 minutes prior to bedtime. Do not touch your phone for 30 minutes in the, in the morning. And number four, go straight to the kitchen. And if you want to drink cold water, it's fine. I don't think there's anything against cold water. I just found that room temperature water triggers my body and gets things going much more quickly. It just like wakes me up. So do that. Um, and then obviously we've given you other episode nine. All right, guys, you as a listener, you're awesome. I just got to tell you that right now. Like I don't care what you're going through or what kind of things are happening in your life right now. Just keep in mind that you're a badass and you have the ability to make big, impressive moves right now tonight, tomorrow, the next day, you have the ability to literally change the course of your life right now. Do not feel stuck. If you feel stuck, take, go get a second opinion because I promise you, you're not. You have the ability to do big, powerful, amazing things. Um, like we've said before, you just got to be dumb enough to do it. So one last time, recap, recapping the checklist. Number one, start your own daily to-do list. My suggestion was to go buy Andy Frazella's little power list because it's already laid out uh, and give yourself at least five things to do every single day and check those things off with a pen. Number two, learn how to rest. Learn how rest applies to you. Whether it's, if you sit at a, a computer all day, give yourself a five minute break every couple hours, get up, walk around, get the blood flowing. Um, and sometimes rest isn't always sleeping. Sometimes rest is actually getting your heart rate up, but taking a break from what you have to do for work is a big, big deal. So please, please learn how to rest. Um, and then, you know, that goes hand in hand with what Kenny said, which is be consistent in it. Do not just do it once. Uh, don't go take a two minute break once a month and think you're going to be good. You got to do this every single day. Um, otherwise you will get burnt out and burnout is a terrifying thing, guys. It is, it is terrifying. Um, I actually forgot to add uh, at the top of the list, which is what we're going to do with the, the Ed Milet podcast. So I will add it, um, at the bottom. Um, the third item was expose yourself to nature, get outside, feel the freaking fresh air. If you have mountains nearby you go for a hike. If you live in the desert, go wander the desert, just get outside and enjoy God's green earth because he created this amazing, amazing creation for us, for us to enjoy and explore and wander. That's human. That's like, that's like our most primal instinct. So get out there and do it. And then number four, which was obviously, you know, number one of the original, the top of the podcast is stop what you're doing and go to any podcast platform and Google or type in Ed Milet and then listen to his episode called blissful dissatisfaction. I promise you the 30 minutes that you spend listening to that podcast will change your life immediately, like immediately. So please do these items, guys. Um, we share these with you because they have actually helped us in so many ways. And I know that if you do them, you're going to feel better, live better. And 
ultimately in being in doing that, you're going to be able to impact other people's lives. You're going to be able to make your family life better. Your kids feel better. The people at your work, and you're going to be able to, you know, it sounds cliche, but start making the world a better place. So please do these items. Thank you for listening. Episode 10. You, uh, you're a wealth of information, um, and knowledge. I mean, really for those of you who are listening, um, Cole is a very, very talented person. And he, uh, what I love about you is that you don't love being a lawyer. You love being a deal maker. You love being somebody that can just put a deal together, whether it's, you know, helping us sell part of the company or helping us avoid a major EPA lawsuit. I mean, you've just, you've done that, those things really well. So find yourself a guy that's like Cole, which is very difficult. I'll tell you that right up front, but there are guys like you out there. There's lawyers who, who truly do care about more than just billing hourly. Um, they care about your business. And so, uh, you know, take that interview process, find that guy because, you know, they're out there. Um, real quick, though, to recap and uh, well, to wrap up the, the podcast, completely unrelated, not legal related at all. I like to share. I love it when somebody, Kenny, in fact, this, uh, this, I'm going to give you a real life example. We went on a trip with Kenny and his family over New Year's. And they brought this snack, and I and we have like five minutes left with Cole. So um, they brought this snack, and they're called popcorners. And I love it when people introduce me to great things. And so I want to introduce our listeners to this snack that Kenny's family introduced me to because I tried he ate the whole bag. It was a big bag the too. I'm talking like a like a three pounder Costco, um, Costco bag. There's nothing better than when somebody turns you on to something that you didn't know about that is actually really great. So uh, I'm going to give snacks now. I'm going to give everybody an opportunity here to, to share something like that. But mine is. Um, Go find this snack. It's called Popcorners <laughs> and get the kettle corn kind. And it's the most delicious and it's healthy, right? So good. It's yeah. good for you. You Low can eat calories. a whole bag. Popcorners, yeah. kettle corn flavor. Popcorn. You can get them on Amazon. I ordered like 15 boxes of them. They are freaking they're so good. So good. And I haven't met anybody who doesn't like them. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, and they have different flavors. So, um, Is that why my, aunt, my wife asked you about popcorners the other day? Probably, yes. They're, dude, they're amazing. <laughs> I never heard of them before. Like, are you getting paid for this? No, and that's the thing. Like, this, real. These are not paid ads. This is just me sharing. Like, can you share it with me? I fell in love. I don't, like, I don't ever... I don't eat a lot of like snacky food like that. Like I like full meals. This is the one thing that like before bed, I'll eat a whole bag of them and not feel guilty. Like... Do it. Give it a shot. Now, Cole, uh, I want you to share. In fact, anybody. I don't have to go in order. I I want you guys to share with us anything good that you feel like a listener could benefit from. I don't care if it's a good snack, a good song, a good band, whatever it is. Just give us some goodness that we can share with the listeners because there's nothing better than getting turned on to good advice. Anybody. Love that. Yeah, I got one. Okay, so we talked about this, and we were talking on the phone last week, and you were like, hey, man, I really want to share some stuff on the podcast that, like, you know, is different, like cultural and music and stuff like that. And 90% of the time, if I was going to talk about music, my own personal flavor, what would it be? It's going to be punk. Punk rock music, right? Today is not punk rock music, and I've kind of expanded my horizons, but I found this band that kind of just, like, I don't know what it is, but it soothes my soul. Hmm. Like, when I turn on that music, if I'm having a bad day, I will turn this band on, and instantly I can feel my, like, stress level go down. So I don't know if it's going to do it for everybody, so I would suggest finding a band like that, but for me, this band is called Judah and the Lion. Judah and the Lion. Judah and the Lion. What kind of music do you think it is? Wow. I would say it's more like a folk rockish type thing, but a really good band that just like puts me in the best mood. And so that may not be the band for you, but like honestly, when I'm having a bad day, it's Judah and the Lion. It's uplifting for you. It's it's so good for me. I love that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. 
I love that. Hats uh, on. Kenny, Diesel, Dave, or Cole, anybody have something you want to share? Just anything good in your life? One, I'll go. go ahead. I'll go. go ahead. So I have I have five kids, and they're really little actually right now. Um, and I found that it's easy for me to hang out with my oldest kid, which is only seven. She just turned eight over the weekend. But one thing that's been really good and really fun for me to connect with my kids, and it just makes my whole week, is I take them on little dates. Little three-year-olds, little two-year-olds, just one-on-one, Cole and my little sparrow. Daddy-daughter. Daddy-daughter. We're going to go to McDonald's. We're going to ice cream cone. We go to a, you take them to Walgreens to get a toy. I mean, you're not going to pay more than $10 for a toy. And it's like her whole world is made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't take time to do that. I'm trying to make it a priority so the kids don't just get lumped into each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that would be my one good thing. So to be specific, you single your kids out and spend time one-on-one. One-on-one time with your kids. And it could be a 30-minute little little date. We call them dates. And you have seven kids? We have five kids. kids. One on on the way. Twelve. One-on-one time with your kids. And and you're right. I like like that that. because, like, your time does get – got four kids. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just lump them all into the car, and that's family time. Well, and and the other thing, too, is, you know, I've got two older ones that ride dirt bikes, and I like to ride dirt bikes, so I find myself doing a lot of that. I could really see that if I took the two younger ones out, my two daughters – and took them when I could see their eyes lighting up right now. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's great advice. I love it. Uh, anything else? I was actually going to go down that same path, but I only have one kid, so I don't really have to separate my time. I have, well, I have two. You have two. But she's four months old, so I don't really. Oh, take, she's not going to know what alone time is. I don't right take Piper yeah. on dates. Sailor yeah. gets spoiled. I bring her down. We drive the forklift. I'll yeah. take her in the razor. She'll drive. Um, but actually what I want to talk about is when you suggested that you should shut your phone off or not shut your phone off, but don't pay attention to your phone for the first 30 minutes of the day and for the last 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I've been really focusing on doing that. And you get some quality time with your kids in the morning, right. making them breakfast, doing whatever you got to do with your kids, and also when you put them to bed. Yeah. You just put your phone down. So yep. Breakfast time. Because like you're that. just with them the focused on it. So I like that one. So yeah. something I've been enjoying lately, uh, and, and so you guys all touched on family. I'll do the same. But um, I've been listening to this as I take my daughter to school in the morning. It is Art Williams' Just Do It speech. Go to YouTube. Look up Art you actually sent that Williams. I did just send it to you. I shared it with you guys. Uh, just Do It speech. It is simple. It is the best. There's a five-minute version, a 20-minute one. But it breaks down, you just got to do it. You know, stop whining about this or whining about that. Just do it. And it was amazing. As my kids have picked up on it, they started saying it to each other. You know, we, we, we had them cleaning up the living room or something, and uh, <laughs> uh, my oldest daughter was complaining, and my younger son was like, just do it, just do it. And it was the best. It was priceless. So um, I tried to apply it in my life, shared it with uh, my employees, coworkers, uh, loved ones, friends, everyone. So I love it. I love stuff. it. Well, Cole, uh, thank you for being with us. You've got a flight to catch. we got to get you out the door. Uh, before I do that, I just want to hit everybody with a real quick recap that checklist item number one is find a business-minded attorney and, like, interview them. Don't be afraid to talk to 10 different attorneys, 20 different attorneys until you find the one that you know vibes with you and you got a good feeling about them. Number two, ask who, what, why, where, and when in life, in negotiating, in everything, because that's going to provoke people to give you real answers, real information rather than yes, no. Number three, know your alternatives. That goes for life as well as business. Um, Know what your options are if you're not going to be able to make somebody happy or close the deal or whatever it is, all right? Then in the random grab bag of goodness of just 
good advice that we want to share with you. Number one, go find the popcorners snack. Uh, the kettle corn flavor is my favorite. <laughs> yum, yum, You're going to thank yum. me later, I promise you. Number two, uh, take a listen to Judah and the Lion. And you guys got to remember, this is not a paid endorsement. We're not getting no. paid to, to mention yeah. this stuff. These are just things that we enjoy. Good vibes. And maybe you like them, maybe you won't. If you don't, great. Move on. Next week, we'll have another list for you. Number three, Cole, I love this one. And this is probably a bigger, heavier checklist item. But one-on-one time with your kids. Find a time to take each one of your kids and do an individual experience with them rather than just lumping them all together. It will, like do wonders for your family relationship and your family life. And uh, the last one from Kenny is Art Williams, Just Do It Speech on YouTube. Look it up, listen to it, and enjoy it. That's all the time we have for this week. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank- all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. That's going to be it for this week. Felt like it would be a good opportunity for us to do a recap for the, uh, some of our early episodes that maybe some of the checklist items that we have listed and talked about, maybe you've kind of forgotten about, maybe you slacked a little bit. So take a listen, take some notes, and uh, apply what you've heard. A lot of checklist items today. Episodes 1 through 10, we'll probably do this later on in a few episodes, uh, maybe like episodes 11 through 20. But uh, if you haven't already, uh, go to Apple Podcasts and rate us. Leave us a rating and uh, leave us a comment. And also, we started a new Instagram page. If you haven't uh, followed us on there yet, it's at heavy underscore checklist. It'd be awesome. We try to do things to keep you guys engaged and we like to hear your feedback. So follow us on Instagram. We'd like to connect with you guys and uh, we will be back next week with another episode. Thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll talk to you then.